You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Hello, good day, good morning, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And the first thing we're going to do today is talk about the Second Amendment because it's the only thing that stands between us and tyranny and being able to be taken over by crazy politicians who have no respect for our rights. Our forefathers wrote the Second Amendment clearly, concisely, and easily to under- easy to understand for most people. But, of course, politicians nowadays tend to misread it, misinterpret it, tend to change its meaning based on what they want. And you kind of wonder, okay, so this is rights that all people, all citizens of America have, the right to the Second Amendment. Yeah, well, we're supposed to. Well, citizens. Yeah, I mean, we're supposed to, but the Democrats don't want you to have that. Oh, no. They want to be elite. They want to have guards. But anyway, there was a, does the right, here's a question. Does the right of the people to keep and bear arms cover people who are in this country illegally? Oh, uh, none of the Constitution covers people that are here illegally. Let me just put that to rest. You know, I feel like I have some authority on uh, being of Hispanic descent. Yes. Yeah, and and if you're illegal, hell no. The Constitution doesn't apply to you. My grandparents were all immigrants. They did it right. They, they came in the legally. Right they yeah. signed the paperwork. Yep. They saluted the Statue of Liberty. They did what they were supposed to do. They came in this country and, and started they assimilated working. assimilated, and they loved this country. They didn't get on welfare. They didn't get on food stamps. They didn't get and, housing assistance. And you know the other thing that we're authority on, Roger, because you and I both have immigrant parent, immigrant families, and, and and of which many of them, along through the years when they got here and when they were de- – starting their businesses and everything that they did, uh, many of them voted Democrat. Many of them voted Democrat. But you know what? Over the years, they wisened up because the Democrat Party left them. Because right. you, you either love the country or you love a political party. Well, the Democrats today are not the, the party, as you say, of JFK. They're not no, the no. For the People party that no. they used to be. Yep. They've reverted back to the party of the KKK and the anti-civil rights movements and not letting yeah. women vote. And before <laughs> you guys go, oh, no, the Democrats did that. No, they did not. <laughs> the Republican Party was founded mm-hmm. to stop slavery. And yeah. the first Republican president in the United States was Abraham Lincoln. So and, before and what you, did he do? He freed the slaves. Sure and, they, and the Democrats killed him for it. And they killed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and man, I mean, it's it, it, look. This is history. Everybody should know it. I know. And if you're sitting there, you know, steaming mad, thinking I'm telling lies, look it up. Yeah, look it up. You can you can Google. You, I don't. Google you, will probably block it, but you should. You duck, can duck G, going. you can GTS that. Yeah, d- Google duck, that stuff. Stuff. <laughs> but do a duck duck go search too, yeah, do because duck duck, duck, duck go. go doesn't. Doesn't block anything. Yeah, Google will. They don't edit as much Google, or uh, you can look up censor a- as much. You can Google Abraham Lincoln, and I guarantee you there will be articles of Democrats that pop up because they want you to think he was a Democrat, right? Even and, though and, he, and was he was indeed not. He the was very Republican. first Republican president. And in fact, we've got we've had government schools, Roger, in this country that actually tell kids that Lincoln was a Democrat. Well, yeah. messed up. well, they tell them he was Democrat thinking, Democrat uh, acting, blah, blah, blah. I have seen you think they just they, lied they, and said I've, he was in yeah. the Democrat Party? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, it doesn't stop there. I have flat out seen this and seen articles where they have 
flat out lied and say that he's Democrat. Not only that, I have actually talked to some some black people that I've met that I've spoke to who believed he was a Democrat because they were taught he was a Democrat. And not only that, I have seen in some government schools where they change the language of the Second Amendment. Right to to not read I've what I've seen it some reads. of that. Yeah. So don't think they're not lying to kids every day. Well, they'll say it and they give an interpretation that's totally different from its meaning. There is, and I I don't know if I can find it, Roger. I'll try and find it. But there was a school, a government school, that changed the actual language and put up on their screen when they were teaching the kids Second Amendment, First Amendment, and it was exactly the First Amendment, Second Amendment. The word they completely changed, they changed it the and they word. put it on there as if that was taken out of the Constitution. Wow, that's your government schools. Thank God they still have the original copy of the of the, yeah, right. uh, the Constitution, because yeah. otherwise it'd be so easy just to change yeah, things. they could just change You know, just Photoshop it up a little bit, put yeah. it back in yeah. there. I mean, they got busted because, thank goodness, I'm parent. That's how well, we found out about we'll it. We'll move into this story then. A Supreme Court justice suggested getting rid of the Second Amendment to stop school shootings. Yeah, that'll work. So he wants to change the law. Wow. Wants to violate the Constitution. Well, Bozo said that. To try and ch- uh, let's see. He didn't receive So John Paul Stevens. How does not able to he protect is late. Yourself. He's dead, but, you know, Supreme Court Associate oh, say, Justice. Stevens is not a justice anymore. No, he's dead now. But he suggested wow. eliminating the Second Amendment to stop school shootings and violence. So I, would somebody explain to me how me not being able to protect myself would stop a criminal from shooting up a school? Well, yeah, let's stop alcohol, too. I mean, you know, because uh, that we, kills more people than guns do. Should we stop SUVs? Apparently, they kill people. Yeah, SUVs, hammers. I mean, Hammers bats. kill more people than assault rifles. Yes, that's true. Knives? Knives? I mean, by a huge number, thousands of people are killed hey, by blunt instruments versus a couple hundred people killed by... What about by, opioids and all the drugs coming across from Mexico? Yeah, well, those are um, illegal, too. They're killing but, people. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we're just letting people we're, in from Mexico. they're not worried about Come that. Come on, though. let's go. They want to legalize... Nah, I'm actually... Well, I, I won't even get into that, but that's crazy. I know. Well, Roger, to that point, as, as you have another story of Democrats that want to disarm law-abiding citizens, do you know what some of the squad members said today? Oh gosh, this is uh, what occasional uh, cortex, occasional cortex, and Talib Towelhead, and, and um, uh, I don't know those Priestley, and I don't know the other ones. I mean, most of the Democrat Party, they're, st- they're still recruiting they're, for the squad. Uh, yeah, and they're running the Democrat Party. Basically, it's like they have the View up there in uh, in DC. They, they came out and said the herd. I mean, the View. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, this is the, like the, the View, the, but the, but the po- political the, version, the cow herd. No, the um, cow herd. <laughs> yeah, I call them the herd. They're a bunch of fat cows. Oh, bad host, bad host. The 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 squad is predicting a civil war if the GOP wins in November. Oh, they want to disarm you, and they're already keying up Antifa. And this is a message to BLM and Antifa to get ready to get out there and riot because they're going to tell everyone that the GOP stole the election in 2022. You mark my words. Really? They have actually. Now, what? I guess we don't know the exact wording of that statement. Let me see if I can find it. You can find that because that would be. I mean, they're worried about an insurrection on January 6th, and it's like they walked through the halls of Congress waving flags. Oh, my God, what an insurrection that is. They were American flags. They were Gadsden flags. You're about to see what an insurrection is in November. What about when Trump got elected on his his inauguration? Inauguration day. They were smashing windows of cars. They were bashing yeah. doors oh, of businesses. Look at the cities that were burning burned down stuff. in 2020. 
My goodness, and the city was taken over. Walking the city was seized. Seized for 150 <laughs> days in Portland. They had it blocked off from all government officials. I mean, the police wouldn't even go in. Crime so, was running rampant, I've but got that's it. okay. We don't need to track any of those people down. I've got it right here, Roger. Okay, okay, let's Progressive get Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman warned of a stark outcome if Republicans take back power in the November midterm elections, one that would, and I quote, embolden, uh, listen to this, embolden far-right extremists and white nationalists who he claims have been pushing for a civil war. So what he's doing is saying, if you, you the people, you smart Americans out there, who, who, or maybe you just became smart because you're, you realize what a mistake the Democrats are, you're going to go and vote to throw out Democrats in November, and because you're going to do that, there must be some kind of conspiracy on the GOP side, so therefore we must have a civil war. Yeah, because common sense couldn't be a factor oh, to make you vote a, a certain way. Nope. Unbelievable. I mean, oh my gosh, so they're actually pushing for this... Uh this violence, it sounds like. It sounds like they're, yeah. they're inciting so violence. He said this on MSNBC on Saturday. Um, he's a, he represents the Bronx, of course, <laughs> New York. New Sorry, York. Mark the Shark. There's another one up there. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a member of the congressional squad led by socialist darling AOC, <laughs> Alexandria Occasional Cortex. <laughs> Claim the Republicans will quickly take action and halt Democrats' progress. I listen oh to this. My the way God. they are using inflammatory language they're to get the results violence. they want. They're inciting yeah. violence. Now, well, who, that's what they did. What wow. about Maxine Waters? She stood there wow. and says, you now, get in their face. You yell at yeah, them. You exactly. tell them they're not welcome. Yeah. Why didn't we have a commission? A, a, a commission she on should have been she thrown said. out right well, then and there. That it, was clear hey, case of inciting violence. Chuck U. Schumer last year, I believe it was last year, or maybe in 2020, stood. No, it was last year. Stood. In, on the steps of the Supreme Court and threatened a sitting two sitting judges. Where was this, the commission to reprimand him for inciting he violence? Paid no price for that. Yep. And he, but he actually stood there. And again, you can look this up. Do a duck duck go search. Chuck Schumer, uh, threat, Chuck U. Schumer threatening uh, Supreme Court <laughs> justices. He stood on the steps of the court and said. Uh, you don't know what's gonna hit you, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. You've unleashed the whirlwinds, oh, and you boy. will pay the price. He said that. Making threats. He said that. He actually said that. These politicians have gotten out of hand. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But they get away with it. They're Democrats. It's they the Democrats to get away with it. But you go stand on the lawn in front of the Capitol and wave a flag and sing the national anthem, and by God, they want to throw you in jail. Yeah, they will, they will, they'll take That's you into custody, no doubt. Somehow, Roger, somehow, we were seconds from losing our democracy, according to Democrats, seconds from losing our democracy from people who were armed with American flags and singing the national anthem. Yep. Yeah, explain that one to me. But yet, in other <laughs> cities where they were bombing where they the were Molotov cocktails... Molotov. Roger, that's a great point. I ask you, Roger, was there one Molotov cocktail thrown at the Capitol on well, January 6th? Let's go back. You know, let's see. Okay. Who was killed? One, one unarmed. Republican, unarmed <laughs> Republican was killed all day long. Yep. Boy, what an insurrection that Boy, was. That's a horrible. These are the worst insurrections. So wait, only only so only a conservative was killed that day, and yet yeah. it was a huge, horrible a huge, right-wing insurrection. And, and seconds away from losing our democracy. <laughs> Which the U.S. is not a democracy. <laughs> Look, you want to talk about losing a republic? Let, let, let us hit hyperinflation. Let crime keep going the way it's going. That's how you lose a republic. Yeah, and it's coming. It's Biden is just, it's like he's twisting every dial he can to make it happen. Yep. He's turning the inflation dial up as fast as he can. 
He's turning up gas prices, which in turn, in case you don't know, if you say, if you sit there at home and say, I don't have a car, I don't care about gas prices, I'm going to come smack you over the nose with a rolled up newspaper because you're, <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're part of the dumb masses. The dumb masses. You know, Roger got another, another, listen to this. So that guy that, uh, that is calling for a civil war, he, now listen, this is going to, this is what the Democrats are going to do now. But, but I've got news for the Democrats, but what they're saying now, if the GOP wins in November, they will immediately impeach President Biden. No, we won't, because we don't want Kamala. That's so right. He's 100% oh, yeah, no percent wrong there. So he's trying to scare the Democrats. He's trying to fire up the base uh, because he's saying, "Hey, the, the Republicans are going to impeach Biden." No, we won't. Why no, impeach him? No, we won't. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I would impeach? rather he can win, claim yeah. insanity. I would rather win the House, <laughs> win the Senate, and put a stop to Biden. Let him flounder around. Let him make him a lame duck for two years. I mean, get him out exactly. Make on. him even a bigger lame duck because he's a lame duck now. And then we will beat him at the ballot box in 2024. Just buy him an ice cream every day, My put him in the goodness. corner, let him do, let him stay out of the way. It, it is bad enough to watch Biden forget where he is, forget what he's saying, um, lose his train of Fumble thought. Fumble through his speeches. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want Kamala cackling 24 7. Because right. she doesn't say anything either. All she does is cackle. Well, right now she doesn't have to say anything because he's a vice president. Oh, my gosh. Boy. I mean, uh, what it's, a disgrace. It's, oh, it's sad. And you it's, know, the thing is, people still, still, there are people who still believe Biden is doing a good job. You know, there is. There's about 20% or so out there that think that, Roger. And I, I mean, these are the people who, I, I mean, what world are they living in? But if you voted for Biden and you say one word about high gas prices, rolled up newspaper time is coming whap. your way. That's right. That's right. We will we will be happy to come smack a bad Democrat. Smack bad you Democrat. in the back of the head with a rolled up newspaper. Bad dog. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. I'm Roger B with my special guest Victor Armanderes on America's Web Radio. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. And want to remind everybody that this coming Saturday, the Classic Car Show will start in its new time period, 9 a.m. instead of 8 a.m. So tune in, and this is for you folks on the left coast. So you don't have to get up at 5 o'clock to listen to the Classic Car Show. You can listen to it, stay in bed an extra hour, and get up at 6 and listen to 
the number one classic radio show, classic car show. And then at 10 o'clock will be the auto mall. So we're just uh, pushing them back a little bit so everybody can listen and have a few more hours of sleep. So be sure and take advantage of that and mark it on your calendar. The classic car show, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be back with Roger B. right after this. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, and we're back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And right before we left for the break, we got into it a little bit, and we got distracted because, you know. It's uh, easy to do with us. We have ADD. ADD runs rampant through here, you know. <laughs> have a little ADD, I, a little OCD. So things have to be good. perfect, but not for very long. I, I could tell stories of how the s- teachers in high school loved the Beehaws. <laughs> I mean, Roger, but, your family is notorious at Lakeside but, High know, School. But but you got to realize, too, that it's <clears throat> with the ADD, you know, I'm going to say, how many, what is it, how many ADD kids does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> Squirrel! Hey, want to go ride bikes? Hey. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh man. Oh man. Oh man. But yeah, here we go. You know, we're and and now here was a story I saw that in an appeals court in the Eleventh Circuit Court of Appeals, a three-judge panel in the Eleventh Circuit Court of Appeals said no on Monday to whether or not an illegal alien has the right to exercise has Second Amendment rights. I mean, no. That he does not, and that's know. what the Eleventh Circuit. It's now they're simple. going to probably appeal it again, or of try and get course. a full ruling or something. But he's not a citizen. The rights expressed in the Constitution apply to citizens, citizens, <laughs> citizens of simple. this country. If you want to get a citizenship, by all means, go through the proper channels. Now, granted, we probably do need to streamline our system a little oh, bit, of course, because it, it's it's too complicated, it's too expensive. But you know, like government, anytime they get involved, they add expense and complication to almost everything. Yep. They can take buying a candy bar from a vending machine and make it into a, a processor a process. that would starve people before you got your candy just, bar. Yeah, you'll just walk away. And go, Man, it, ain't, it ain't worth it. <laughs> what do you mean I need a $6 permit to operate a vending machine? Oh. What do you mean I need a license to, to hold quarters in my pocket? Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. The, so here, though, he's saying flat out they do not have the right to keep and bear arms because they are not citizens of the United States. And the rights listed or the... The rights and protections listed in the Constitution do not apply to those who are not citizens here or who are are not here legally. Now, with the green cards, you have certain rights and privileges as well if you follow the right procedure and you go through the right you know the right channels. But if you don't follow these, you are not a citizen. You are an illegal alien. You're not an undocumented immigrant. You are an illegal alien. That mean all illegal guns would be undocumented hole punchers <laughs> of various sizes. That's hey, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna throw around stupid terms, then we're gonna apply them to uh, everything. I've got a shirt that says, "If you make my guns illegal, then they will be undocumented guns." There you go, undocumented uh, hole punchers. Hole punchers. That's right. That's all they are. These are not guns. These are undocumented hole punchers. But so apparently, though, the Second Amendment is under attack yet again. Every time there is some sort of shooting. Now, what was that story you guys uh, was talking about today? There was a shooter in, 
that went to a graduation party with his Air oh, 15. Yeah. He was going to shoot up a bunch of people. Yeah, so I talked about it. I, bro- I actually was able to break this story on the Erickson show when I was filling in because it had happened the night before, I think. Yeah, and nobody I'd, was talking about it. I mentioned it a, a, a um, week or so ago, but it was like um, and then I talked there wasn't a lot of news. I couldn't find any details yeah. about we, it. We talked about it on the last week's show, too. Yeah. I think you and I did also. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, So, but, and, and get this. Get that it was a woman, yes, of color. I'm almost positive. Wow! Who uh, pulled out her gun and stopped this guy? Now this guy pulled up to a graduation party, got out of his car with an AR-15. He had an AR-15. Shh, don't tell anybody because he's not the right color. You see, this is what you're not hearing about it because a the shooter was black. B he had an AR-15 and he got out and started shooting, shooting at the place. And a lady, this is another reason you're not hearing about it, pulled out her own gun. A legal a United we don't States. Know if she was citizen, a lady. She was a female. Or, right, a female. A legal United States citizen <laughs> pulled out her weapon and ended this guy. Ended this guy. Sent him, and him right to his right there dirt there. map and saved how many lives? And why aren't you hearing about it? Well, because that doesn't fit the agenda to ban weapons. It doesn't fit the agenda because it wasn't a white dude, and they couldn't call it a white supremacist. And it was a legally owned weapon she used to stop him with. The legal weapon was used to stop a guy. And it was a legal weapon that stopped the guy with a assault rifle, which there's no such thing. Yeah, now before you guys go off and say, oh, AR-15 is assault rifle, if you start talking gun rights with somebody and they say AR stands for assault rifle, (laughs) just go ahead. When you're done laughing at them. Go ahead and hit them over the nose of the rolled up news center say wrong yeah bad dog bad dog bad democrat wrong democrat (laughs) bad democrat because it does not it stands for armalite rifle the company armalite is the one who designed it it was the 15th iteration of the armalite rifle right so it has nothing to do with assault or automatic or nothing like that democrat made up crap if you believe that then Uh, you're an idiot i'm sorry I gotta pause you, Roger, because oh, we got breaking news right here on the Locked and Loaded show. You may be the first to say this because this. I'm gonna just, let you say it first. This just okay. I'll say it first, <laughs> and then, but it's on your show, and and here at America's Web Radio, we may be the first station, maybe. But I think this is just breaking now. But it appears that Donald Trump just said he's running in 2024. <gasps> oh, so that I'm so may. Excited. So I, I don't know. I got, I'm going for I, wings tonight. I, yeah, beer, beer celebration wings. time. I don't know. I, I haven't verified this, <laughs> but I just saw this come across that says oh Trump my. says he's running. Now I got to get into this and make sure they're not inferring anything. I, I, let's see if Trump really said it. I don't they misinter- know. They misinterpret him uh, all, all the time. time. They always take him out of context. <laughs> But right now, it appears that he may have he made some reference, made to, a reference to running. Um, but I just wanted to tell you that, Roger, because this is this is breaking on your That's, show. That that might be one of the mean tweets that he puts yeah, out. Yeah, maybe. Let's well, maybe I, just the fact that he's running could lower gas prices. Oh my goodness! No <laughs> kidding, man. Probably so. <laughs> Because well, all these oil companies are going, okay, let's start hiring because in two years we're going to have a job we're again. We're going to have a job again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, I, well, we'll see. I, You know, I'll, I'll read this while you go on yeah, right. Roger okay. with the show. And let me see if I can well, just uh, The other part it. of that news break is as soon as Biden heard about it, he started running towards his basement. His diaper needed to be changed? <laughs> yes. I need an ice, cream, an ice cream, a new diaper, and I need to hide in my basement for a while. Oh, man. <laughs> Last time I campaigned against he, the orange man, I had to hide in the basement all you think, the whole season long. You think General Milley is calling his counterpart in China going, you got anything else you can release? That's right. Any other fake news man. you can throw at us to get this guy out of here? Wow. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. But the media just wouldn't cover it anyway. I mean, the, we need to start holding the media accountable for stuff. That's the problem. 
I mean, now all these people talk about, oh, illegal guns, this and that. We need to stop the illegal guns. We need more gun laws. Well, you know what? We don't need more gun laws. We have plenty of gun laws. In fact, here is an interesting story <clears throat> about a kid. He was, I think he was 14. Yeah, two brothers, age 14 and 11, were busted with two dozen firearms they stole from a Florida gun store. Now, apparently, the 14-year-old was already on probation, so he was not exactly a model citizen, to say the least. And they stole these. Okay, so these kids steal guns, and obviously, he's one is already on probation. He's arrested for stealing guns from a gun store. This is not this is not a juvenile crime. Most kids are, you know, they're going <clears> to <throat> do something innocuous, like maybe, you know, paint on a stop sign or put some graffiti somewhere or, you know... Put uh, baby powder all over the road so when cars drive through it, it makes a mess. Yeah. But this is, they're stealing guns. Okay. So this is serious. And their punishment was 21 days. 21 days. They were detained for 21 days, let go with a slap on the wrist, and they're back out on the streets again. And you wonder why illegal guns are flooding the streets. Because the politicians, the police, the governments are not doing anything to stop it. Now, granted, I know, understand he's, he, they're 11 and 14, so they're not fully grown. They're not adults. But you know what? They're committing crimes. When a, when a 14-year-old is holding a gun in his hand, he suddenly becomes an adult. It changes the way peace officers have to look at him. It changes the way a SWAT team would see him if he's holding a gun and he's threatening anybody with it. You know, now, granted, like I say, he's a child. But you know what? Put him in a juvenile detention center. Get him some mandatory mental help, whatever it's going to take. Get him something beyond 21 days of of detention to help him stop stealing guns. Because you know if this continues, by the time he's 18 years old, it's going to be much worse. He's going to get more and more crime. He's going to have steal more and more guns. This is the kind of thing, and this is not the first time this has happened. I mean, always when with what they consider minor gun crimes, when there's no violence involved, they always go for the minimum sentence because they don't want to. They don't want to stop people from stealing guns because that puts guns in in evil hands, which criminal. keeps the gun violence at at record highs. So you you put put guns in criminals' hands, they're going to commit crimes. It's that simple. Unfortunately, the Democrat Party needs criminals because that creates chaos and, and that creates dependency. On that's them. right. If you can't defend yourself and you require the government to do it for you, then you're part of the problem. Yep. Now, so I think I found Roger. Oh, oh, um, we got some. So he didn't really come out and say it. Of course not. What he said was, "This is mere, speaking about January 6th because he wrote a rebuttal. He wrote a 12 rage rebuttal to the January 6th. Wow. And, and anybody who doesn't know this, Donald Trump is actually a pretty darn good writer. Um, he said, "This is merely an attempt to stop." A man that is leading in every poll against both Republicans and Democrats by wide margins from running again for the presidency. Trump wrote, the Democrats know that I would correct all of this and they are doing everything in their power to stop me. And here's the key phrase. But we can't be stopped. We have to save America. So from that, they're taking uh, that he's ingenuous. I'm still not convinced. No, it I don't think It sounds like he might be considering it, but I'm not convinced yet. I, no, he's I not. He, uh, he's smart enough to know that he's not going to announce anything yeah. yet. Yep. I don't we, think, He uh, may work with somebody who's running also. That would be, you know, could you imagine him uh, supporting DeSantis, DeSantis in his run? And we already know that he, him, he and DeSantis have a very good relationship. 
and well, the he's got media, his club down in Florida. He yeah. lives in Florida most and of the, the time. And the media is trying to, you know, you'll see the media always try and pit them against each other, but it's not working. Um, so, yeah, so I wouldn't put too much into that. Uh, is Trump thinking about it? Probably, because, you know, and, and I've said this before. I didn't think he was going to do it until they won't leave him alone. They wouldn't leave him alone. And this January 6th is just really, they're going to be the reason he runs again. Right. They're going to They're going to keep runs. poking the hornet's nest until yeah. they get stung again. 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 You know? And because I believe if he runs, he'll win in a If you just ignore him, don't give him any yeah, coverage, don't just, pay no, any yeah. attention to him, he yeah. would go away more than likely. Yep. But you keep poking I, at him, he's you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to poke the bear, he's going to wake up, and yep. he's going to come after you. Yep. All right, we've got to take a quick break, apparently, again, for a few minutes. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to America's Web Radio. It's time now for the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. This is americaswebradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Oh, apparently, something is breaking. Victor's Victor is smiling from ear to ear. I got to say this, and then I'm getting out of here. And uh, Roger, you need oh, to tell on, we need, you need to tell some gun stories anyway. Um, the Democrats have done it. They succeeded. You know, we always joke about how we don't need a wall to keep Americans in. We need a wall to keep people out. Right. But Biden and the Democrats may have done it. Uh, there's a headline breaking now. California's turning to Mexico to flee high gas prices and crime. <laughs> so people in San Diego oh my are, are driving across the border to so fill their tanks. Going to Mexico to get away. How bad is it that you're going to a failed state of Mexico to escape crime and high prices. <laughs> I mean, wow. Oh my God. Another record for Biden or another milestone for Biden and the Democrats. Well, you know, during Obama, wow. more people were ex- expatriated right. than any other time in history. That's true. He started a trend of people leaving the country. <laughs> and Trump, of course, brought more people into the country, legal people. Yeah. And the Democrats who claimed they were going to leave, they stayed anyway. They stayed anyway. Dude, if you want to leave, go. Leave. I mean, if I you, mean, you know, I've said it before. If you really want socialism, you want high prices for everything, there's, there's so many to places to go. All of Europe, pretty much. Most of Europe, especially when you're talking Germany, Spain, France, you know, yeah, Italy, let's, let's keep, all of them have high everything. Yeah, because the government taxes everything socialists. to death. 
So go leave. Yes, you're welcome. Go to your coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> have fun. Get a latte and a plane leave ticket. Leave America to the Americans. That's right, America. <laughs> heck yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's completely it's just it's it's almost funny, but it's yeah, it's sad. unfortunately it's sad though. It but it, funny, you have to laugh just to keep from crying oh because gosh, that is just white. Now, will these white people do it legally, or will they try and go into Mexico illegally? Now, can they bring back a tank full of gas and from Mexico legally, back, or are they only allowed to bring back like three gallons? Is there a limit? Ah, right. <laughs> is there a limit to the gas you can bring? Because you live down in San Diego, mm. it's just a pop over the border, and it doesn't yeah. take very long. And if you got a big SUV and, with Two fuel tanks and in, in California. It? They're reaching over eight bucks a gallon. Yeah, gas. It's now un- it's hurting. Gas is bad. expensive in Mexico, but not that expensive. I mean, uh, no. Actually, I saw a chart the other day. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, Mexico. Well, Mexico has a lot of their own fuel too. Wow. Oh, Mexico is look. Rich I said it before in, in oil. If if we would if we had a good enough leadership here and had a strong United States, we could really really push Mexico into into real freedom and and right. they have so many resources. Natural, not just gas they've got everything oh, yeah. they're rich labor with minerals and labor they have all the makings to make a country unbelievable they could be great. a superpower a if superpower. they cl- if they Hands if they down. took the time if to do it if they weren't so de- you, you and know, if the criminals weren't yeah. so entrenched in the system yeah. well you know why mexico's not a superpower because they they were overtaken by socialist leftist people early years early, ago early, years, years ago, years ago. Yeah. so that they are controlled by leftist groups the government is left and the and elitists are make up the government, so the they have everything they, they want. They have everything. The elitists in Mexico live uh, like kings. But yet, uh, well, the majority of, course. of the population are, are um, in But they get everything poverty. they want. They get cheap products. They get cheap yeah. food. They yeah, get yeah. cheap the labor. Food is cheap. Uh, and trust me when I tell you that food is cheap. And, and, I, and, and I've talked about this before, and I've told you, Roger. Yeah, I'm ready um, to go. You've got to go with me sometimes because I – there, there is a in in. There's a part of Mexico I go every year, and I go. Now it's not a a fine dining restaurant, but the steak is fine dining steak. I mean, it's good steak. The quality is but impressive. We can. I sat down with my nephew. My my nephew can eat for three. Yeah, he's but a my, college. He's I mean, college he's age. College so you know. age, and he's built like a. So you know how those guys. Anybody who's ever a, seen a college a, guy eat, you he's know, he's a well-bred army American machine, and he. <laughs> so it was me, my dad, my nephew. Uh, I think I had two other people there, so there was at least five or six of us, and we all had steak. We had bottled drinks. Uh, Maybe some kind of sides appetizer. of all kinds, desserts, appetizers. And it, was le- it was like forty bucks. Wow, forty bucks. And, and I mean, and we ate well. Here you could go we to KFC well. and probably knock it you out for forty get, bucks for six people. Yeah, we wouldn't get a, you wouldn't get a bucket, a family bucket. For Maybe that. McDonald's if you pick value so, menu only, only, you could squeeze yeah. out for forty yeah. bucks. You go away not, hungry, but it's not every restaurant like that in Mexico. But the, but you can eat like the that. The potential in is there, and the food's good and it's cheap. And, uh, but that's what they do. They, these elitists get in power. They secure power. Yeah, they and they give, do it through criminal you know means. Saying, give a give enough cake to keep them happy, so right. they won't revolt. Exactly. And they Let seize the guns. Mexico guns are illegal. Uh, so unless the, you're a uh, cartel unless member. you're a cartel member, then you can have whatever gun you want. Right. Because if then, you're a criminal, you have any gun you want. You have connections. So yeah, you it's, just it's, threaten the local but, leader, but and you, boom, you're good. I mean, that's true, Roger. I mean, it's a good thing you brought that up. You need only look to the Mexico to see the direction we're headed in yeah. this country. If we keep now, electing Democrats. the funny thing is, are they going to start turning? 
their country around any and start heading uh, towards freedom smart. and economic prosperity? You know, the smartest thing Mexico would do was to turn to basic conservative policies, enact the fair tax or consumption Ooh, tax, yeah. and Mexico would be a, the, the next superpower. Now, didn't they recently liberate gas stations so they did, to not they, be Yeah, they finally, the government laws? finally let go of, uh, of, there was only one gas company in Mexico, and that was the government. They've let that go, so now competition is entering in Mexico. And so you, you're seeing gas stations of different companies pop up all throughout Mexico, so wow. it's great to see. So they may but start me, lowering me, their prices I a little should, bit. Yeah, absolutely, and I should probably explain this at some point on my show and maybe the next time I fill in for Eric. Mexico is poised to be a, a superpower, and why? A, they're full of natural resources, full of oil, minerals, all of the fossil They've fuels. They've got good weather year-round. They've got good weather year-round. They've got labor out the wazoo. They've got manufacturing out the wazoo. All they need to do is put in conservative policies. And non-corrupt and, and politicians. Get, get the corruption out. Yeah, because right now, uh, everything's no. too corrupt is the well, problem. Well, they'll, they'll never turn to conservative policies, because conservative policies, that brings individualism out. That that gives power to the people, and no elitist government wants their people to have power. No, because they don't want them to question so what they're doing. That's why Mexico will never achieve this unless they can weed out. If they had uh, a Mexican well, Trump oh my to take goodness. their country over... I, oh my God! Could you imagine? You know, yeah. And if yeah, the people's was, vote were really to count down there, wow, could, could you, you imagine? imagine? He gets them jobs, wow. brings up their level of, of lifestyle. If they, if they got a Mexican Trump, it would be amazing. Maybe yeah, Trump one, should run. One problem you have and, is they have stifled education for. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's all for, government control forever. All government run. run. Yep. If so, if you you couldn't. Yep. This is where the United States, in my opinion makes a ton of mistakes is they think everybody's just like we are right well Mm-mm. unfortunately they're not and we do a bad enough job as it is thinking we've educated a few people that can vote and look at who they voted for the last time so yeah. you know this this is a real problem and this is why we can't just go helter skelter into a country and say, "Poof, you're yeah, a republic ex- like exactly, we are." Yeah. Exactly, that's a hundred percent true, David. And and they do. They've dumbed down the pop so much of the population in Mexico. Uh, it would take a lot, but they have all the resources to turn things around oh, if they absolutely. wanted to. And if they did, then then Mexico would have to build a wall. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, keep Americans out. <laughs> Maybe Saudi Arabia will buy Mexico. Uh, yeah. And turn Maybe. it into one big hey, golf course. You think Elon Musk might be would be interested in buying Mexico? He could buy Mexico, fix it up, and then flip it. Yeah, flip he could show it. it on HGTV. Oh my goodness, that would be great. <laughs> fix it up. Look at this. All the renovations in here are miraculous. Imagine, can you imagine the Mexican Trump running around going, "We're going to build a wall, and the Americans are going to pay for it. <laughs> We're going to keep them out unless they want to come here legally." Oh man, you just can't help but laugh. You know, it's funny. I've actually seen. There's the show where. Um, they go through different timelines, and there's one timeline where Mexico actually has a trouble with illegal aliens from the United States. <laughs> oh, man. You should, this should be a movie, Roger. We may have to write another yeah, there was a, It's a show. It's, it was a, uh, what was it called, uh, with the people, oh, Sliders, I think it was, where they go through different timelines. Oh, right, 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 right. Kind and of like Quantum Leap. Or, yeah, yeah, similar to that yeah, idea. Yeah, okay. But here they actually, because each timeline was a little different. It was like it was divergent from the original, from the That's timeline they knew. Cool. And they had one where 
Americans were trying to get into Mexico because they wanted jobs and they wanted a better mm-hmm. life and all that kind of stuff. And it was hysterically done because oh, you're going, you know that, what? That's fine, but you know what? Do it legally. Right. Well, that's a great premise, though, for a movie. That would now, be, I wonder how Mexico yeah. would fare if they opened up their borders to Americans a little more and gave Americans more rights there if they, or gave them a path to citizenship in Mexico. I wonder how hard that is to do. How stupid do you think they are? <laughs> yeah, really. They're they very, see what's going they, on here. They have, they don't want these liberals. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking, I would, you know, if Mexico could, actually would require you to show that you're not going to be a burden on their welfare system. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, just Mr. like Mr. Armanderas, what would happen if you, uh, came across with your AR-15. <laughs> I better be a member of the cartel because they will put you under the jail after That's they right. seize that weapon. Say, you would be in jail. You'd be under the you'd jail. Be, yeah, you'll be under the jail because you, you cannot own, you can't even own a freaking handgun. Yeah. I mean, they're, well, now I heard you straight. can own one, but it has very you, specific. Like, it cannot are. be any caliber that's used yeah. in any military anywhere. It's very, very restrictive, and you darn well better be an elitist. Now, if you're an elitist, you can pretty much get. Well, they get do have recreational you, shooters, like twenty two oh, shotguns, yeah, 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 yeah. stuff uh, like of that. Of course, there are certain things. That, but if it's, again, if it's again, a military it's caliber, just you can't have enough it. to keep the people from revolting. Well, these and are more for richer people anyway who want to practice target shooting. Right, you've got to be an elitist to even have the guns that you can have you better be an elitist now we'll say this when you are the the upper elite in mexico uh, then you you have uh, full-on bodyguards just like the politicians. yeah and they probably have arms have of everything. whatever they want oh, man i i could tell a yeah. story when my dad uh was uh, picked up by my uncle and his entourage and my dad was like what the hell are because every guy had an uzi Oh yeah! All these nice I'm like, hey, you, you were in the most protected you've ever been. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Probably in a bulletproof SUV of some and sort. Went, I imagine. went from a went from the airport to the helicopter to an SUV, and I promise you that SUV was was, was armored up, probably good. armored up. Wow! Um, but yeah, see that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's though. the elite. Life could you imagine America. if they let Americans who could prove they weren't going to be a burden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just prove well, you, you have know, a job. They'd probably they'd go in, in there. They'd buy a beachfront property everywhere. But the, right now, Americans yeah. are not allowed to own certain property. they can't own beach property. They can't own a certain distance to the coast. And there's all kinds of regulations. Restrictions. Well, here, we just, illegal or not, doesn't even matter. They can do whatever <laughs> yeah. they want. You can buy Chinese, whatever, come here, go uh, buy everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have no restrictions on any of that stuff. No. You know, that's what... And I, I, I don't really... I wouldn't. Well, the illegal shouldn't be allowed to do what they are allowed to do. But I wouldn't put restrictions. I, I want this country to be great because right, because right. we're we're, we're living we in are freedom free. and liberty and the, and that individual power. Because if we live that way, then the American citizen is going to be the ones in control of everything. But right now, they're not. Right. China owns more property now than the common American. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's well, that's one. Th- this one thing we need to do to fix probably at least seventy five percent of the problems we have with the illegals now. Make English the national language. Oh, of course. And that was voted on, not, yeah. but like 20 or 30 years yeah, ago, they voted it on was, it, and yeah. they voted against it. There were senators and congressmen who yeah. voted against making English the national no, that's language. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and you're thinking, 100%. how would that help? What's the big deal? Every government form would only be available in yeah, English. Only should be in English. And if you go to court, you'd have to hire and your it, own translator. They would not it, yeah. be pro- having to provide right. one with you. Exactly. And if you're gonna if you're gonna bring kids or come over here and have kids, and you're gonna burden our education system, then by golly, you got to learn English. That's right. You, you got to learn English. If you can't that's, understand, then that's your problem. 
Yeah, you know, that's, that's not the government's problem that's anymore. That's so true. And, and look, when my, and it would cost you know, nothing. When it my dad came nothing. here, he couldn't speak English. But what did he do? He learned it. That's right. And when, when we were growing up, he wouldn't even speak Spanish to us because he wanted to continue to practice his English. Yep. And that's not what people do today. And yeah, a lot of that just, is pushed by our, our own politicians. Well, that's like Australia. They told Crazy. people, you come here, you become Australian. You don't bring yeah. your you – you, if you want to stay here, you stay in our country. You do things our way. Yep. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Locked and Loaded. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic oh, Car Show with Tom Cox and yeah. Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on The Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on The Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Now, before we go, we're gonna, I'm going to talk real quickly about some stuff here because... I know a lot of you are probably looking at gas prices, you're looking at the crime rates, you're looking at the prices of everything, thinking, how am I going to protect everything? If I have a stash of food, if I have a a nice house, a good car, a full tank of gas in the car. Yeah, I heard that the other day. Someone was getting a price for their car on Kelly Blue Book, and one of the questions was, they asked about the options, and they asked whether the tank was full or empty, because it affects the value apparently nowadays. <laughs> But anyway, so now you're thinking, okay, I need to buy a gun because you think I'm the only one who's going to be there to protect my family. If 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 the stuff hits the fan, I'm going to be the one my family needs to depend on. Because, yeah, I can call the cops and wait 11, 12, 30, 40, 50 minutes and then see if they show up or not. You know, that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be a matter of, you know, will they come on time? Will they not come on time? It's hard to say. Because, I mean, you hear so many stories about people calling the police and having to wait for ridiculous amounts of time to try and get police officers. So you need to make the decision. Do you want to be your own first responder? Do you want to be the one your family can depend on to defend them if things get worse, if crime increases even more? I mean, because think about it. Think about this. You're a, you're a, a one-car family. You have one car. One main working person, someone comes and steals your car, how are you going to get to work? How are you going to be able to continue to support your family? You need to defend things in your house. You need to defend the people in your house. And all these people say, oh, so you think someone's life, 
your car's worth more than someone's life? Well, apparently, if someone comes to try and steal my car, they think my car is more valuable than their life. They're putting their life at risk by doing it. So don't give me, don't bring that excuse to me. That's ridiculous. Remember, they used to hang horse thieves, and modern day horses are just your car. That's how you live. That's how you survive. That's how you get groceries for your family. That's how you get to your job to make a living to support them, to make your house payment, to make your car payment. You need that car to live. And they're taking it. If someone tries to take it from you, can you stop them? Can you defend yourself? Or if they come into your house and try and take your life or the lives of your family, can you defend yourself? Do you have a weapon other than maybe a kitchen knife? Now, granted, if you don't feel comfortable with this, by all means, do not invest in that. Get a burglar alarm. Get bars on the windows. Get security systems like that instead. But if you do feel comfortable, think you want to do it, by all means, now would be the time to do it. Of course, the gun control laws are going to start flooding into the Congress and Senate. Now, most of them, hopefully none of them will pass. We'll see. Actually, there's a story next we're going to bring to you about uh, gun control laws. Because every time there's a shooting, the Congress and the Senate and the President and the political parties all decide they need to protect us from ourselves because we're too stupid to protect ourselves. We don't know anything about it because we're dumb and we need we need protection from our government. The government needs to protect us from everything. Well, let me tell you, if you're waiting for the government to protect you from everything, you're going to be waiting a long time. And keep in mind, a government big enough to give you everything is big enough to take everything away. But let's say you have decided, okay, you said, I bought a gun, I have some ammunition, I've got a couple magazines, I've gone to the range a couple times, I've signed up for some classes, I'm ready to go. I'm prepared to defend my family. Now that you've got it, how do you store it? Where do you keep this gun? And it's probably hard for new gun owners to decide how to do this because they never. this is something new for them. It's not like there's a, a garage built into every house that holds your gun or a little gun cabinet or a gun safe built into every house. This is something you have to make and adjust for yourself or for your needs. For the way your family is set up. If you've got younger kids, you don't want them to have access to that weapon when it's not with you. Are you going to ever carry it with you or is it going to stay in your house? These are all decisions that have to be made. And you have to decide this weapon you have, what is it, what is it for? Is it just for occasional target practice? Is it a 22? You're just going to learn and practice and gain a skill set? Is it for hunting or sport? Are you going to, you have a shotgun or a deer rifle? Are you going to plan on going deer hunting? You gonna plan on going bird hunting? That's what the shotgun would be for. Now granted, all these weapons can be used in self-defense as well. But once you have these guns, any kind of gun, or if you decide to get more than one, which I highly recommend by the way, never stop at just one. It's just like, you know, with anything. You know, when you go to the buffet, you don't just eat one thing. You get everything you want. You sample a little bit of everything. So ideally you're gonna have several different weapons to choose from. But once you determine how this weapon is going to be used, that's going to determine how it's going to be stored. Like I said, if you bought it strictly to hunt deer with and you don't plan on using it for anything else, you can store it in a safe, unloaded, lock the safe, and never have to worry about it until deer season comes up and you'll take it in and out as you need it. But if if you have a weapon that you need to use for self-defense, you've got to decide, how am I going to store this thing? Do I have kids? Do I not have kids? Does my spouse know how to use a gun? Do I have it in a place where it would be easily found? Or is it in a place that's easily accessible to me if I need it? And how accessible do you want it to be? Do you leave it loaded? Do you leave it loaded and chambered? 
Do you need it unloaded and load it when you think you're going to need it? Now, granted, in a house, you probably have a little more time than if you're carrying a weapon on your person. Because in your house, you probably would hear somebody breaking into your house if they're breaking in to commit violence. If they're just breaking in to steal, they're probably going to come when you're not there. Trust me, most most burglars do not want to encounter a homeowner. They want to get what they want to get, and they want to get out. They don't want to run into anybody. But the people who are there to maybe cause harm or who are willing to do violence to get what they want, these are the people you're going to have to be aware of, and they'll usually be loud and noisy. They're going to come in. They're going to cause a ruckus. They're going to threaten everybody as soon as they get in the door. You have to be prepared for that. So when you store your gun, that's going to make... That's a decision you're going to have to make is what it's going to be used for. If it's going to be used for self-defense, it's got to be easily accessible. Personally, I recommend it at minimum have it loaded. Have the magazine loaded in the gun. It doesn't have to be chambered. Everything I use for self-defense is because I have no small kids. My dog doesn't get into the guns. So I keep stuff loaded, ready to go because I don't want to have to fumble around with trying to rack a pistol or uh, rack a shotgun or something like that. It's got its shell in it. It's ready to go. Or if it's something bigger, like, say, a shotgun or rifle, especially a pump action, you can rack that pretty quickly, same as you could a pistol, but keep a magazine, minimum. Keep a magazine or shells in whatever you're going to use for self-defense. Now, if it's not going to be used for self-defense, leave it unloaded, clean, dry, oiled up, get it when you need it. But if it's a self-defense gun, you have to determine, how much time would would I have Based on what door somebody was breaking in to come get me, how much time would I have to get that weapon up and running? What would it take to get it loaded, chambered, and ready to use? And also, this is the way you're going to carry a gun. If you're going to carry it with a a loaded magazine but not chambered, then when you go to the range, you need to practice that. Lay that gun on the table in front of you with a magazine on it in the holster you keep it in at home. Pull it from the holster, rack the slide, then start shooting, and see how much time that takes you. Now, granted, at first, it's going to be a few seconds. You know, three, four, five seconds, whatever. It's going to take you a little bit of time to get it out, to rack it, get it up on target, and shoot. That's going to be something that's going to take some time. Now, as you do this a dozen, two dozen, six dozen times, you're going to get much faster. You can probably get that gun up and running within a second. I've seen it done. I had a guy drawing from a holster, racking the slide as he came up on target and then firing rounds, and he could do it in under one full second. So it can be done. Practice makes perfect. And this is something, if you're going to carry your gun like this, practice carrying it like that. Practice shooting it like that. Don't load it, chamber it, and then set it in front of you and pick it up and start shooting if that's not the way you're going to carry it. And if you can find a place where they will let you draw from a holster, practice that as well. Make sure that finger stays off that trigger until you are up on target. You never want to have a chance for a negligent discharge, especially when you're drawing from the holster. Because if you do, you end up shooting yourself half the time if you're not careful. I've seen it happen. I was there. Saw it happen in person. Somebody got shot in the butt because they put their gun back in their holster loaded with their finger on the trigger. But anyway, this is something you have to decide, and you know it's something that requires practice. Keep in mind, if you have small kids or even older kids, if you have a teenage a teenager at home, if they come sneaking in, are you going to be able to identify them before you go running through the house trying to shoot somebody? Do you have a flashlight next to your gun? Are you going to be ready to go? 
Do you know your way around the house in the dark if you had to? Because let me tell you this. If you have a flashlight on your weapon and you turn it on and you're searching around, that flashlight acts both ways. Not only can you see things you put the light on, but people can see where the light is coming from. So if someone's in there to do you harm and they're in your house, you're going to have to learn how to use that flashlight properly. And ideally, ideally, you're not going to use it too much or work with a light with a red lens. A red lens will not ruin your night vision. Now, granted, it's harder to see things with the red lens, but it also makes it easier to maintain your night vision. Unless you're just going to go full full out, flip all the lights on and expose everybody and then see what happens. You know, you have to have a plan. Planning is half the battle. And if you do have a gun in a holster, you wake up in the middle of the night, if you're not wearing pants with a belt, what are you going to put that holster on? <laughs> He's going to pull it. You need to know, if I pull it out, do I have an extra magazine? Do I have a way to carry that? Do I know how to hold my weapon with both hands and an extra magazine between my fingers? Have I practiced this? Practice is everything. I mean, you can talk about a plan, but unless you practice the plan, it's never going to come to fruition. You see this in uh, almost any military exercise you see. They will practice it and pra- practice it and practice it until they know what they're doing and they get it done s- second nature without having to think about it. If you've seen the new Top Gun movie, it was all about practicing for a mission. They practiced and practiced and practiced. They needed to get it down. They needed to know what to do to get it done within the parameters, within the restrictions that were there. They practiced. And that's what you need to do. Once you get your weapon, decide how you're going to keep it stored, decide where you're going to keep it stored, how fast can you get it up and running. And if you do require any additional motion or additional equipment, how are you going to carry it? How are you going to practice to be proficient at that? Because there was a store owner who got shot because he kept his gun unloaded. He kept the magazine out of the gun. So he was sitting there, had the magazine into the gun, and was trying to rack it while the the robber at the time shot him because he saw the gun. And he didn't, he didn't have time to get his gun loaded before he got shot. So, you know, keep that in mind. Especially if you're going to be possibly in a high-pressure situation. If, you're, if your front door is only steps away from your bedroom, keep in mind, that's a short distance and that doesn't give you a lot of time. If you can get your hands on your gun, what else would you have to do after that? Do you have to pull it out of a holster? Do you have to, you know, attach a flashlight to it? I mean, that would be ridiculous to not leave it on already. Or do you have a flashlight you carry separately? Have you practiced shooting with one hand? If you have a flashlight you're going to scan your house with, have you practiced shooting with one hand? You know you can hold that flashlight and shoot with one hand. Have you done that before? Because most people, I see this at the range all the time when I was a range safety officer. I saw people stand there, perfect stance, feet about shoulder width apart, both hands stretched out in front of them in a, in a nice V with fingers overlapping, a perfect grip, and they were firing at a paper target 7 to 10 yards away. And granted, there's no distractions, there's no threat of anybody shooting back at you. That's Sure, that's the way you want to start, just to learn your technique. But if you've already done this dozens of times and you want to get beyond that, you're going to have to practice what you're going to do. Practice if you don't have the magazine in the gun. You better practice loading that gun and racking it as quickly as possible. If you have a flashlight you have to carry separately from your weapon, you better practice with one hand. Your strong hand should be ready to go without having to have a second hand on the gun, and you better be accurate with it because you may not get a second chance. So be aware of those factors when you're selecting where you're going to store your gun, what kind of gun you're going to get, how 
what your plan is going to consist of. Will you be able to protect yourself, your family, your property? Are you ready? Preparedness is the number one thing you need to know when you have a gun for home improvements or home defense, which would be improvement if you keep the burglars out. So keep this in mind when you go shopping. Ask questions to anybody who knows what they're doing. I'll talk to you next week. This is Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.